Hello, everyone. Happy Monday as you're watching this. Hopefully, some of you might have the day off. If you do, I, I hope you are enjoying your day off. If you do not, welcome to LinkedIn. Here we are to talk about another week moving forward. As you can see, a new guest in the hot seat with me. Angela, thank you so much for jumping on this week to kind of discuss what you have going on for the week, what your career entails, and how you got into it. Thanks for having me, Matt. Of course, of course. So as all of you know who watched the show, the the three, two, one format of it. So what's motivating me this week? So unfortunately, no Paw Patrol live this week. That was last weekend. Fun times with the little one. So what moving forward? You can see the hat. Obviously, the Eagles is going to be the big motivator for me. I'm fingers crossed, hopeful that the Eagles can have a long playoff run. We'll see. I'm a Philadelphia sports fan, though, so I'm a realistic one, and I'm used to getting my heart just absolutely shattered. So if that happens, so be it. I'm used to it. After years and years of heartbreak, I can I can handle the pain. Um, the other things that are motivating me for this week, so um, my wife and I are huge fans, and I know some. it's probably like some of you are, some of you aren't. We're huge fans of The Circle uh, on Netflix, and the finale is coming up this week so we always say ah we're not going to watch this season and then we watch one episode and they're like yep we're in we're hooked we're watching every single one let's rewatch the other seasons too and, and just relive how fun it all was so if you enjoy the the mindless reality shows and are into the circle i know you have that to look forward to as well this week and in your like monthly matt is old and gets excited about boring things feature for for the month um we have a gas fireplace that has not been working properly and it is getting fixed this week. So hooray, we will have a gas fireplace. I don't really use it, but my wife likes to like set up pillows right in front of it and read or watch TV or stuff. So um, if she's happy, I'm happy. And she is very much looking forward to us having a functioning gas fireplace for the, the winter months here in PA. So we haven't had too many cold months yet, though, but February is usually kind of the brutal one. So hopefully it's fixed in time for that. So uh, to shift focus onto work, what's going on for me this week? So Q1 has started, the new year has started. So that means a lot of teams are getting shifting into hyper focus in terms of the positions that they have open. You know, sometimes over the holidays, you can see a little bit of a pause in the search because of scheduling and candidates not having the, the time to jump on interviews, the, the hiring managers not having the time. So once you get into the new year, that's when we really kind of kick it into high gear. So that's, that's going to be the primary focus for me. My schedule is packed with interviews. So making sure that I'm sending all the pertinent info to the hiring managers, making sure I'm getting back to all the candidates that I spoke to, giving them updates on the process and everything along those lines. And to keep in that mold, just kind of the, a goal overall for the year. And, and I think for a lot of recruiters, this is the goal is just to enhance communication. We can always get better when it comes to communicating with our candidates. So that's something that I'd like to do in 2023 is just increasing those touch points uh, with the candidates in the process, reaching back out to ones that, that maybe didn't get the position, but we always try to keep in touch with the candidates just because there's always open positions. And, and you know, if we've interviewed you, we see the value in, in your resume and, and we want to bring you on board. So hopefully we can circle back to, to some candidates in that regard. And a win for the week uh, prior. So two weeks into the new year, I have two offers out to new hires. So two new candidates getting their career started with the company. I'm very excited about that. So that's what's going on for me this week. Angela, what is going on in your world? Wow. Um, well, I want to touch on the fact that you are a Philadelphia fan. Um, I grew up outside of Philly. So uh, everyone I went to school with rooted for the Eagles and the Phillies. I'm a New York fan, okay. uh, Yankees fan, but, uh, but I still, I wish you luck. My mom 
Appreciate that. <laughs> they said, I just want the Eagles to win so everyone I work with is happy, uh, even though we weren't fans. You know, it's nice when the people around you are, are getting that win. Sure. Uh, as a Yankees fan, I, I get enough wins. Right. Um, <laughs> You're used to uh, Yeah. So what's on my mind this week? Uh, you touched on it, Q1. So, right, we're starting a new quarter, lots of new goal setting, uh, team and company OKRs. So um, that's definitely motivating for me. I'm a newer employee uh, at Canopy. So I'll be celebrating my three months at Canopy this month. Um, And so for me, I really just want to hit the ground running. Um, I'm always learning new things. So I'm at a fintech startup and I definitely don't have a fintech background. So big learning curve, um, always learning more about uh, us as a company, learning more about um, you know what we do and, and our product, our, our lending uh, platform, um, and then also just learning more things about myself and, and what are my strengths. How can I have the greatest impact, you know, on my new team and and on my company? Um, so the focus is really having an impact in my new role, continuing to learn, and also being creative and innovative. Um, that's that's kind of the driver in, in everything that I do. Uh, that's why I wanted to to get into marketing and, you know, I'm a storyteller, I'm a content creator. So just kind of getting those uh, creative juices flowing. Um, so on that subject, um, I would say a goal that I have for, for this week is to really get um, re-engaged on, on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to post every day, all the time, and I preach about it. Uh, but since I've been in my new role and with the holidays and everything, I've probably been posting uh, three, four times a week instead. And I've noticed a difference. Uh, So I really want to become more consistent on there, be a a consistent voice uh, like I have been in the past. Um, And then on the personal side, I definitely want to make sure I'm hitting the gym at least four times next week. I did do it this week. So we'll kind of keep the momentum going. Um, And I do work fully, you know, remote from home and I have a gym, uh, you know, in my complex. So no excuses, you know, hold me accountable, uh, LinkedIn. And uh, moving on to the wins, um, again, what's on my mind are, are the the new quarter and the new OKRs. And so I've already looked at the team uh, goals and already kind of pulled aside, you know, this is what I'm going to focus on. Here are my responsibilities. And I've already started making some headway. So I guess that's also a motivator. Um it's a motivator, a goal, and a win, but I want to continue chipping away at that and really uh, I'm a checklist type of person. So continuing to to um, make progress on those goals um, and celebrate what I've already done this past yeah. week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the, the reason I had first reached out to you and we had talked about you joining the show was because if you've seen the show, you know, recently the, a lot of the focus has been on transitioning from education into a new field. You know, it's it's something that um, as you, as someone that's active on LinkedIn, know there is a lot of interest in this right now. So trying to get people from different industries to kind of talk about their transition from education into their their new career path. So you had mentioned marketing was kind of what had stuck out to you. Was that from the start when you were like, I'm I'm going to transition? Okay. And so that's me for recruiting. I fell into that. So, um, you know, what, what was kind of the path that led you then into marketing when you were like, all right, I, I'm not going to continue on in the classroom. I'm going to try something new. Was it a narrowing down process for you? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, So the first, you know, step was realizing I wanted out of the classroom. And so I had no idea what I wanted to do next, but I knew I had to start getting my ducks in a row. Um, I resigned back in April 
but mm -hmm. did finish out the school year. So that kind of gave me time. Uh, I was using up the the days off that I, you know, my sick days, I guess they were really, uh, that I hadn't used. I was starting to take time off uh, to spend time on LinkedIn, to do informal coffee chats, to do interviews. Um, at first, and I think a lot of teachers do this, you kind of keep yourself in this education box mm -hmm. and your, your mind initially goes to, well, I can do professional development. I can write curriculum. I can do learning and development, which is all fine. But as time went on and I spent more time on LinkedIn, I realized I kind of want out altogether. So then the next uh, career I was, you know, kind of pursuing or considering was customer success, becoming a CSM. Um, and I do think I would love that role. And I think I'd thrive in it. Um, I love people. I'm, I'm an extrovert. I enjoy helping others. Um, but again, as time went on and I spent more time talking to people and, and just reflecting, I realized marketing was kind of where my passion was. Uh, I love to write, you know, uh, copywriting, storytelling, branding, um, being creative, like I talked about before, building those relationships. And I just enjoyed the time I was spending on LinkedIn as a content creator. Mm -hmm. um, so then when... Um, one of the co-founders of, of Canopy reached out to me and said, hey, you know, love what you're doing. This is what, you know, we have a vision for Canopy. We want to work on personal branding, employer branding, uh, and, you know, kind of shared his ideas with me. I was like, that sounds awesome. So I did not apply to my current role. Um, I'm a social influencer. Uh, it, it came about through LinkedIn, as all my opportunities did. I got three offers uh, through LinkedIn obviously ended up signing with Canopy. Uh, and so what I do is a type of marketing where I focus on personal branding, employer branding, uh, positioning various people, especially executives as thought leaders, um, trying to position Canopy as well as a, a product leader in the space, in the fintech space, work on uh, promoting our culture to attract top talent and uh, a little bit of PR as well. So I hook up some of uh, my colleagues get them on the podcast, get them uh, speaking opportunities at conferences and, and things of that nature. So super fun. Could it be happier and with what I'm doing now? Awesome. Awesome. So I think you probably know in the discussions that you probably had starting out and you've probably had with educators looking to transition. The biggest thing, the biggest question I get uh, is always the transferable skills. So from your time as an educator, what skills do you feel you kind of developed and crafted that that made your transition into this position as social influencer a little easier than, you know, the the overwhelming day one in a new career? Yeah, yeah. I think teachers have so many transferable skills, um, but also every teacher is different. So I feel like sometimes we all get lumped together when really, you know, we teach different ages, different subjects. We have different techniques. We have different, you know, educational backgrounds and certificates. Um, and so for me, I taught elementary school and in eight years, I taught six different grade levels. And I also lived abroad and established an international school abroad. So I definitely have a, a more unique experience where I can say, you know, I'm super adaptable. I'm very flexible. Um, and I love taking risks, trying new things. Um, I like to think I have more of a global perspective. Um, and kind of all of these different skills that I have, drawing on my personal and professional experiences, really set me up for success in especially a startup 
where I, I'm used to wearing different hats as most teachers are, right? We do it all. So so being in this environment where I really get to, to learn in real time, right? Try a bunch of different things, dip my hands in different pots um, and then really see uh, the impact I'm making, right? I, I get to see it in real time. I'm kind of building um, myself and my role and the company up as we go. And that's kind of one of the key differences between education and, and getting out and, and using some of those skills in a different environment is I feel valued where I am now. I feel appreciated. I don't feel burnt out. I feel like I have a great work-life balance. And so all of those things are also, you know, great motivators to keep you pushing and, and to stay um, productive. So the fact that teachers, you know, we're public speakers, we were in front of students uh, and, and parents and adults, you know, um, every day delivering content, collaborating with others, goal setting, um, crushing those goals, writing curriculum, um, and just working with a lot of stakeholders. Those are all helpful in the corporate world and the tech world as well. Yeah, a lot of experience being in front of the toughest audience for sure as an exactly. <laughs> so last week the, the guests I had on kind of talked about the the culture shock from going from the classroom into a new position, especially when it's a, a home-based remote position. You know, you go from being around 30, 40 people a day to yourself, maybe your pets, maybe your uh, family is, is here some of the time. So was that the case for you? You know, what advice would you give to people that are going to make that transition? Because it's not something that's talked about often. Yeah. So, um, you know, I can only obviously speak for myself and my experience. I, I, I don't miss, you know, being in person at all. So for me, it was, yeah, big change, but so welcomed. And this might sound corny, but like every day, I think multiple times a day, I think about how lucky I am. And I have like pinch myself moments. Like, is this real? Am I dreaming? Like I'm in this great company. I work fully remote. You know, I get more sleep every day, hot coffee, making my lunch. I have a, a two-year-old dog who I'm obsessed with. A lot of people who follow me already know that, but I get quality time with her. I get to walk her instead of paying a dog walker like right. I used to. So I feel like it's really enhanced my quality, my quality of life um, and allowed me, you know, I have energy at the end of the day to go out and, and make new friends and do different things and, and have a social calendar. So for me, I guess there was a bit of a, a, a shock, but in the best way possible. Um, and I'm an extrovert saying this. So, you know, I, I love working remotely and then I'm going out and still, um, you know, seeing people in the community. But I feel that I get a lot more done and I'm in a better headspace um, working remotely. So I would say um, guidance I would give is just setting up your workspace uh, in whichever way is best for you. I have some plants around. Uh, I kind of put myself in this corner with this artwork behind me. I was trying to think about, you know, what what, what are people going to see in the meetings every day? You know, I have a second monitor. So just making sure you feel comfortable and, uh, and also making sure you take breaks. And so it's great. Canopy really encourages that. Um, but I know some people just get so stuck on, on working that they don't get up and take breaks. So in order to stay creative, you need to get up, leave, you know, take a walk, uh, have a snack, whatever it is, stretch, um, things that you couldn't do, you know, as an educator, you couldn't use the bathroom, right? Unless someone came to watch your class. Yeah. So I've really kind of been embracing this freedom and it, I feel empowered. 
Um, so I would just say, make sure you are drinking enough water and taking those breaks um, so that you don't kind of go down that that rabbit hole of being chained to your desk from from nine to five. Right, right. So then last question then before before I let you go is, is kind of the, the cliche question for anyone that has made the transition from education to the new industry. You know, a lot of other teachers looking to do this, looking to following your path. So anyone looking to get into like a, a marketing, a social influencer type of position, what advice would you give to them in terms of making that transition? Ooh, so I give this advice to all transitioning teachers, but especially if you're interested in marketing get active on LinkedIn, uh, show up as much as you can, um, whether it's every day or weekdays or evenings, whatever your schedule permits, get active, be consistent. And if you're interested in marketing, influencing, copywriting, it's imperative that you are engaging with other people, but also creating content. Uh, only 1% of LinkedIn users create content. So that's a surefire way to stand out. And since marketing is a lot of, of writing and branding and copywriting and you know content marketing, depending on, on what you're looking for, that's a great way to stand out, um, show off your skills. Think of LinkedIn as a portfolio. Um, and you could get offers via you know, your LinkedIn platform, just like me. So show them what you've got, share your ideas, um, put some writing samples up there and best of luck, you gotta believe in yourself. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So Angela, thank you again so much for jumping on, giving some perspective into a different industry, you know, than the, the recruiting, the the like you had said, the the learning development curriculum development to, to give us some more insight in terms of other options for transitioning educators. If you are not following Angela Connected with her, make sure you are doing that. Uh, otherwise, we will see you next week. Have a great week ahead. Go birds uh, and enjoy your week. Thank you.